Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? I have a bad feeling about this. Hello, what have we here? You guys are so funny. Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking for someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Good day, galaxy. Rogue Squadron, back at it again. I am Mopar. <laughs> I'm Commander. Um, it's been a minute. Is that your... You're letting loose all of the podcast thoughts you've held back for the past Pent three up. weeks? Pent up energy. We yeah. got it all. We've... Uh, yeah. You know, life happens, so now we're here. Yeah, I've been busy. I'm sorry. Um, But <sighs> we have a lot to catch up on. Uh, I will disclaimer, I haven't watched the Jedi, Tales of the Jedi yet. I haven't either. Six episodes. It came out all at once. Oh, it's, it's like know. a bingeable. Disney Plus usually doesn't do that. So yeah, yeah. No. I need to sit, store away some time for it. But I haven't watched that, but I am caught up on, I think, everything else. Except for Lord of the Rings. I mean, the only two things I'm worried about is House and Andor. That's what I mean by everything else. Yeah, I'm caught up as well. So, um, Tell we me are about the dragons. To, Tell me about the dragons. We George. are full season ending for House of the Games. It yeah wrapped up man. Uh, complete. Yeah yeah yeah. So we can we'll we'll dive into that and then of course we are up to date with Andor. Uh, I think the last episode is episode eight. Cassian Ender. Yes. That show is um. <laughs> it's gone in a weird place. I'm not disliking it. The theme of the most recent episode was like, uh, what? What? That's interesting. You said that. I heard a lot of people say it was their favorite. Really, really. Um. We'll just get into it. The most recent episode for Andor was the prison squid games. Yeah. That's... So, I guess my mental issue, the the mental breakdown is... The nice thing about Star Wars is it's a full galaxy. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, yeah. I agree, and I know what you're going to say. And you can make it work. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't question it because, oh, it's just on a different world and they have different technology and it's a different place. And it's like, well, sure, but we're telling a story mm-hmm. and to have like a fluid theme would be kind of nice, you know, um, like the, it it still has a like a fluid tone. It's very dire despair. Yes. No one's trusting. We're on the brink yes. of war. If not, we're already there. Right. Um, but yeah, that most recent episode, first of all. I felt like, listen, guys, this is still the, the best Star Wars stuff I've ever seen. Personally, oh, yes. I, it's my favorite stuff. 100%. But it's not without criticism. I think after the big, I think it was episode six, where yeah. they actually stole the, the credits. Yeah, we haven't been able to talk since then. That was one of the most cinematically awesome experiences I've ever had. That episode six. It was awesome. Um, people died. Great. They had that natural spectacle they had like the ritualistic stuff they had the imperials killing people things went awry and it, i love the little splash at the end that 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 uh actor that we loved scheme 
Scoop double, tried to double cross him right at the end after, even after everybody died. He was like, yes. no, no, no. And I was like, God, what a nice fucking touch. And, then, not, and it's not like they all just got shot. One guy, the main black dude that got him in. No, not the Imperial guy. Yeah, the former Stormtrooper. The former guy. Stormtrooper, thank you. Um, got killed. And then the other kid got crushed when they were taken off. And then Skeen was killed, obviously, <clears> by uh, Cassian. But I thought that episode was dark. so beyond what I ever expected in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. A uh, hostage scene. Hostage scene. Uh, loot. What There's a word for it. What, what do you call it? Heist. Thank you. Smash and grab, I think, is what I was going for. Yeah, yeah. All those things rolled into one, man. No, they're, awesome. they're sprinkling some very, very dark um, events into this. Like you said, they, they held a, a family. Yes. We're not even talking about just holding people hostage. It was a family. There was a kid involved. Yeah. Um, very dark. They're I, serious about it, too. I loved it. They were not playing around. And plus, the even on the, the good guy's side, the kid got crushed. The youngest of the, of the batch of kids... Yeah, kind of I Cassian's fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, not really. I mean, yeah, it's no one's fault, but he was fine. I thought... No, they told that me to step on it. And he was like, fucking let's do it. Yeah. He didn't know the kid was... Watch yeah. for the forklift. Um, Maybe that was... Yeah, that sucked. Maybe that was why I felt a little weird with the last two episodes. Um, Coming off one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, It was such a shift... That he goes back home. We got to kind of come down a little bit and get yeah, ready yeah. for the next wave. Yeah, but I thought it wasn't even slow. He like went back to his quote unquote mom and said, hey, you know, I got money now. Let's mm-hmm. leave. And then literally like 25 minutes later, he's in jail again. And I was like, well, <laughs> I get it. Things need to move along and we're not going to just sit here. And you know, But I thought it was just like, no, he needs to learn his lesson now. Push. And then now he's in jail. And then they rushed. The, <clears throat> yeah. It's clearly like slavery. They're just capturing people to capture them and then just like, no, 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 you guys go here, you guys go build this shit. I think there was a time jump built in there that they just didn't reference. They did. Because when he leaves... Well, go ahead. In episode seven, I don't know if they referenced it, but he leaves uh, Ferex or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's uh, fucking at a resort, like partying. He's got a girlfriend in his bed and everything. That I feel like was, should have been in our mind like a couple months apart. I don't know if they say like six months later. I but I feel like there was some time in there. Well, I imagine there's at least you know we just a didn't months. get to see it because they didn't want to drag it too and long. I, I guess I do get the idea of moving the story along, and he needs to learn that you can't run from this. It's everywhere, which is clearly what we got to. But right, exactly. I felt like it was rushed, just in the episode. Like, hey, mom, we gotta go. I'm not going. And then he's like, oh, just all of a sudden in Miami, and he's getting picked up, and you're like, well. <laughs> Right. I get it, but a little rushed. Um, and then the whole prison stuff is... I can't not think about Squid Games. I have never seen Squid Games. See, it's like sterile murder is basically what Squid Games is. And, but it's all prisoners against each other kind yes, of thing. But it's in yeah. like a... Yeah, it's like a big video game. Yeah. So when they even mentioned it's like a game, you're playing those guys, you can play... And it's like, I get it. I'm glad I never watched Squid Game. It man. does. I think it, it would help if if uh, if I, I had never seen it. But also, Squid Games was one of the coolest, funnest experiences of my life. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I won. I you won. Damn, dude. Yeah. Anybody dress up for Squid Games this Halloween? Yes, actually. <laughs> As Squid Games for Halloween. They did. They had, uh, uh, when I was walking around yesterday, there was a lot of little kids. I was like, uh, you know that person murders me. Right, you, you shouldn't know? have watched that show, <laughs> I probably think, little kid. Um, I saw some little kid is... Uh, 
dressed up in Stranger Things outfit, and I was like, mm. "There was a you're uh, too young for that." Dude. There was a hand built Enderman holding a pumpkin from, but it was like ten foot. Nice in uh, massive in our town. Love it. Um, sorry, Halloween diversion. No, you're you're good. Yesterday was Halloween, though. Happy Halloween, everyone. Bye. Yeah, I agree with you. It was fast, but I gotta say, I don't, I don't think we need too much time of Cassian like finishing his job, getting paid, and then like trying to vacation before like, he gets well, picked yeah. up by the, you know, we got to get to it. What's the other option? He's like suntanning on, on a beach. Like what? There's right. no other option. So. And there's, there have probably deleted scenes about him doing that kind of shit. Just right. Like, let's right. Uh, ramp up the vacation vibes here. Yeah. And I did like the, you know, the, the Imperial droids are, are a part of it. Uh-huh. Um, it just felt weird. I don't know. I don't know how to like, put my how to explain it. Like, hmm. There's just stormtroopers or shore troopers yep. on the beach, and they're just randomly picking people up, and no one's saying anything. It's just like, no, no, you 18 people, come with me, or you're going to get... And it's like, wait, what? What is happening? Well, they got a lockdown, dude. ISB was like, hey, she's yeah, getting real, know. man. I don't know. Start arresting everyone. I think it's um, I think it's maybe supposed to feel like it's escalated a little too quick. Well, it did. I think that's what the Empire's... I mean, not only in the story, but... In the episode, it was yeah. just like, nope, he's back where uh, he's in jail now. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, slow down, slow down. Yeah. Um, Andy Circus, is he the first person to be two people in Star Wars? No. Who else is who? Uh, Warwick Davis. Ah, it's been good like call. seven people. Good call. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I, to be honest, I couldn't. It's. I think it's his voice, but I was like, oh, that, that's no. <laughs> I couldn't get my even with the mocap and everything. The, it's he's a very unique human being. I love him. He's a great actor. But yeah, I he's awesome. I couldn't pull him out of the Snoke. Uh, I do like his character. I do like that uh, kind of manager uh-huh. of the slaves. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, I was surprised to see him though. Dark undertones. Speaking of holding a hot uh, family hostage, suicide. In the bunk area, the dude yes, jumps yes, on the yes. floor, and uh, and they're all like, "Oh man, now we're gonna have to smell his burning pot." Like I was like, "Jesus Christ, guys!" He's gotta mop that up, man. Jesus, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah." How cool are those little pods? It, though? it gets to you though. Nice getaway. I mean, if that was like a tour bus, <laughs> yeah, that would be one thing. But yeah. to full time living, eating through a tube. Hey, you got everything you need, right? That's gnarly, dude. What I thought you were going to complain about early on that I was going to jump on with you. Oh, is now that are you going to complain? I am going to complain, Uh-oh. everyone. Get ready. Now, Hit the complain alarm. See, now I now I can criticize you. <laughs> now I can criticize you. No, no, you're just overthinking it. It's, it's great. Um, well, I don't disagree with you. I'm just going to argue with you for the sake of argument. Do it. Um, I want more aliens. That's my only critique of the show so far, really, is that there's a lot of aliens in the background, but there's not as much aliens, you know, front and center. <laughs> yeah. And it'd be cool if he was in the prison with like Duros and Twi'leks and um, yeah, you know, those pirate looking guys. I can't remember the names. Like all the all the crew from Mandalorian that was holding Baby Yoda hostage. Those, yeah. those characters, I can't remember. But I yeah. ag- I agree. I I think on on the simplest form, I I think it's coming. Yeah. I think I think we're they're gonna have to get in front of the crustaceans or whatever the other people <laughs> because they're they're out of luck. They're 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 what are the gorms, the gormans or whatever that eh. Mon Mothma keeps talking about. Yeah. What do well, they even look like? We saw two tubes. 
Yeah, we did get a little Saw Gerrera action. That was Dude, nice. I'm I just gonna hyped. go. I'm, I'm just gonna go right into shouting it. Shouting on the plane when that happened. That's one of the best interactions I have ever seen, even outside of Star Wars. When Luthen sits down and has a meeting with Saw Gerrera, it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. I don't yes. know why. I just I believe both characters so much. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the actor that plays Swiss Guard, whatever his name. <laughs> And uh, the Swiss guard and and Forrest, I yeah. First of all, I even wrote on my phone. Forrest Whitaker, is, I think, is the best actor in all of Star Wars. I watched that scene. Adam Driver back to. He's up there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely probably, up there. He's probably top three. Easily. I would put Skarsgård up there too, man. Yeah. He's like one of my favorite characters. I don't know what it is. Every time I see Saw Gerrera, I'm just fucking engaged. I know. And I know I'm going to get some type of crazy performance. Even just them kind of like, I don't even know. It wasn't even a discussion. Like they were trying to help each other out, but like don't agree on things. So they basically told each other to fuck off. And I was like, I'm for it. It's like when you have like two uh, competing mafia heads, like yeah, sitting down for a nice dinner with some wine or something, yeah. but they're like slinging insults at each other. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, remember when we murdered those people? Hey, we're not, oh, hey, fuck you." Was well, as good <laughs> as when we murdered those people. Yeah, it's it's something it about nice. um, a little sinister back background there. Saw Gerrera, man, it's Force Whitaker. Just, I'm, it's so believable. Yeah. That is Saw Gerrera. I see no other version, no other way to even fix that guy. Yeah, that is him. I love it. And I love how they use him and how they place him and who he talks to and how he reacts. Like, he is the perfect character. Um, I don't... I'm with you on that. So what do you think of the... There's a darker tone of... Um, Luthen kind of knew that this job was going to, like, have the Empire, like, clench down a little harder. Yeah. And he kind of, you know, wanted that going into it, which is pretty sinister. I com- I completely disagree. I mean, that's what he needs to do. That's for sure. Yeah. We all agree on that. But I'm just saying, rebellion, usually thinking good guys, like that's pretty dark. And even my moth was like, what the fuck, man? Oh, I, I 100% agree with everything he's done. He's like, what? We're going to sit around and just keep getting killed? Well, I think maybe even Saw Gerrera is more extreme than him. Right. <laughs> Saw Gerrera is actively just murdering. He's just like, yeah. Yeah. You wearing white? You look like a stormtrooper. You're all dying. <laughs> you ain't having it. No, but it was. Um, I just, I'm always, I'm always um, digging how they make the rebellion look like bad guys. Yeah. And it, I was almost, and I'm sure you were too, rooting for that Imperial officer, Mira, Miro, whatever her name was. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, like I, you're almost rooting for her for a while, you know what I mean? Until yeah. like, oh, wait, yeah, she's going to torture people. My bad. Yeah, she gets knocked down a couple times and then she just like sticks it to the other dude. And, yeah. and I was like, Got she just went out, files, of her, dude. Yeah, went out of her way just to say fuck everybody. And the dude's like, yep. I like fuck it. everybody. Yep. I like it. Um, One thing that I didn't recognize, <clears throat> a little Easter egg, fan service, if you will. What? Um, huh? The Admiral from the Clone Wars is that ISB officer, the dude with the white mustache that comes in and like gives them all a talking to. Yeah. I didn't catch that until I watched like a Easter egg video. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know either. Totally different voice too. I think that's why. I didn't notice. Did you see that little flashback with the clones? Yes. Ooh. Sure did. I'm getting hanged. Yeah. That's dark, dude. That's his dad, right? Well, stepdad. Foster dad. Yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Um, Gnarly, man. Yeah, there's, there's some great stuff. 
It's it's just you feel the stress among the regular population, which isn't anything we've seen. Mm-hmm. Outside of like the very beginning of episode seven, where they they fly in and then just that village is just yeah, gets slaughtered. Destroyed. Um, we really don't see civilians murdered like that. I mean, of course, Alderaan, but you still you don't, don't see anything. Exactly. And that's actually my point from uh, the book, uh, from Rogue One book, when they, they shot that Jetta City. We mm-hmm. act, I actually get the, you know three points of view from the people on the ground, and it's like, oh, man. The ones that are actually suffering. It's weird because there is a disconnect. Like, they show it on screen, and you're like, yeah, I, I know people die. But you don't like. It's so far away, you can't really tell. Even in uh, Force Awakens, where they try to zoom in on some of the people before their planet explodes, I'm just like, the planet was so far away, and this was so like detached from the characters that I don't even care. I think that's the biggest issue with Episode Seven, with the Hosnian system. Right. They blew it up, and you're like, well, we saw one and a half seconds of people that like who I don't give a shit. I would have blown it up too. So like, destroyed firework, boom, (laughs) Fourth of July. And then there's just fucking toast. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I did write some quotes down here that uh, blew my Jabibis off. <laughs> I no longer have a Jabibis. <laughs> Damn, dude. Can you get a replacement, Jabibis? <laughs> I'll get a stone back on. Um, <laughs> Luthen and Mothma were uh, basically at odds because Luthen pulled the trigger with the, the heist. And she's like, what the fuck? Um, and he he had a good quote. Has anybody made a weapon that wasn't used? And I was like, oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. There's some there. He's just dropping knowledge. There's a lot of quotes in here that it's like, yep, makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. I like that one. And then Mothma says, Sagarer is a weapon. Yeah, from a certain point of view. Mothma uh, says, people will suffer. People will suffer. And Luthen goes, that's the plan. Exactly. And I was like, oh, I like this guy. That's why. I, yep. That's why he's going sinister, man. Getting shit done. Yeah. It's great. It's great. I've said this a million times. I probably said it even back when we reviewed Rogue One originally, but you think sometimes that the Rebellion just existed before we get to Episode 4, and it's just... They've always been there, and they're fighting the Empire, and we wonder, like, why is it taking 19 years for them to do something about it? And I, I just love that this is taking so long for them even to get their shit together. Well, yeah. And, and then and Saw I, splinters off, and you have the path, and yeah. you have Mon Mothma, and it's just like... But it oh, still man. feels like we're so far from that point. We're, I, it feels we like we're so far from Rogue One. Like, that's when shit's already together. Yeah, I wonder... There's, like, there's a council, and we have the... Um, the whole base on uh, Yavin? Well, yeah, the base, but I'm thinking of uh, what the hell's... They got different squadrons, Bail, Bail Antilles. Fucking uh, Mon Calamari. Yeah, dude. Like, all those ships and everything. Like, it's a full... It's an army at that point. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's literally just, like, mad people upset. Sneaking, sneaking. And I do really still love the idea that it's all about money at this point. They need money to To fund fund their shit, yeah. To fund everything. And not only was there a heist involved, but Mon Mothma's trying to sneak... Yeah, her she's got her banker. Money, yeah, she's got her banker going. Which is badass. Also, how did you feel about them dropping the name? Which one? Palpatine. Yeah, I loved it. Palpatine, and they they referenced the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the quote? Oh, uh, Mon Mothma's trying to push against... Well, oh, God damn it, what was it? Trying to pit the Emperor against the Empire or something like that? And they laughed about it. It was one of the senator meetings or parties. Highfalutin senators. I'm also rich motherfuckers. 
it, it was a little weird to me on that last episode because they kept going back and forth between Squid Games and Senator parties in Mon Mon. And it was like, mm-hmm. I get it. These are these two things are probably happening at the same time, but they're so different that mm-hmm. I was like, that's the point. Yeah, I, I get it. How did you feel about the technology with the, the electrocution floor? Uh, I thought that was cool. I think it's clever. It is. Yeah. Clever way to just oh. keep people in line and wait for them to not have, uh, you know, stormtroopers everywhere. Just slip your pants over your feet and run away. Damn, dude. Mopar used to be a professional person. <laughs> also, <laughs> what the fuck are they trying to sell ski boots? You see those people walk up yes, and they got dude. the fucking Nike ski boots. That was like back to the futures to shit. Yeah. I, I, guarantee I noticed that. You, that's a, yeah, they're going to be selling those. Oh, yeah. They're at Galaxy's Edge right now, I bet. Yeah. Um, no, the prison thing was interesting. It wasn't what I expected. You know, as they were flying into the thing, it was looking like that um, prisoner in Avengers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. On, on the water. Badass. I love um, it. Yeah, it was cool, but I wasn't, I just didn't expect that to happen. And I didn't expect, you know, we have like a little three episode arc happening that we just started. Yeah. So nine and 10 are going to be, you know, Cassie and going through the prison again and then escaping or Val's going to come break him out or something like that. I don't get what, um, so what What are Val, I, she wants to kill him. Is that, that's I th- from I th- Luthen? Luthen? I think Luthen, I don't, I don't know if he specified like kill him or not, but he's like, he's got way too much information and now he's like a. I don't understand any of that. Why would Luthen say, Cassie Nandor, we need you. Oh, you know who I am. Let's, we, we got to kill Cassie Nandor. And you're like, I think he's just what? chalking up a bunch of shit just to get him to sign on. But why not use a middleman? What do you mean? Luthen didn't have to go there single-handedly. I mean, it, it definitely helped. He talked him into it. Yeah, actually, that is a little bit of a plot hole now that I'm thinking about it. Like, he literally... Because he he came personally because he, like, he knew about Cassian and he wanted to recruit him. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, never mind. He's like, oh, he knows my real name. Then I told him. What the fuck are you talking about, Luthen? I'm, yeah, I'm surprised... I was really confused at like, oh, we need to tire up our loose ends. And it's like, well, you are the loose end. You're the one that's fucking telling him. I don't get uh, Yeah, I was confused at why. Maybe Val's going to bring him back. I imagine. I, I, yeah. Well, he's obviously not dying. Well, or maybe, yeah. Or, or maybe Val gets killed. Because <sighs> Andor's smart. He is smart. He plays dumb, man. You see I love it. him when he plays dumb. He, that's exactly what a smart person would do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite of Han Solo, like we said a couple episodes ago. Yeah, he's he's clever. He knows when to pick his 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 you know spots, mm-hmm. when to speak up, when to hide. I like it. What do you think they're building? Honestly, I those yeah those Pentagon looking things. Yeah, my first uh, thought would do, which doesn't even make any sense. I, I <laughs> and the mechanic in me was like, that kind of looks like a like a makeshift U joint, or maybe it's like a joint to one of the. Uh, AT-ATs, hmm. like one of the leg joints or something, and they're like, just mass produce those. We're gonna go through them. We gotta build all these <laughs> mechanical assholes. It's so many of those, and they're so small. And they got all got. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're big, but like if that's for an AT-AT, that's tiny as hell. Well, they're good, good joints. Well, they got seven rooms, seven teams uh, in seven rooms on seven levels. In that one. And there's seven of those. Oh, are there? They, they did say there's seven facilities. I think so. It was seven of those floating fucks, I think. So they're just mass producing. So seven people at seven tables in seven rooms on seven floors. That's 2,400 prisoners in one thing times seven. So they got 16,000 prisoners on the ocean just fucking churning out 
That's the other thing. Where are you going to... I'm going <laughs> to escape and where are you going to go? Get eaten by a fucking fish, yeah. fish, fishy, fishy? Camino. Fishy. What if they are on Camino? Fish, fish. Um, yeah. I was not expecting the prison stuff, but curious it's, to see what they're building. I... It took me out of the whole series. I mean, that's just the slightest bit. And it's all about theme because everything's been so dark and... And, and is it all because it reminds you of Squid Game probably? That's definitely... A large part of it, but even so, like I, yeah, sure. Imperial compounds are going to be clean, sterile, white, bright. Yeah, but that was like, I don't know. It was like way over the top. It definitely clashed. Maybe this is why you don't like it. It clashed with all of the retro stuff, like all of the gadgets in like Seal Karn's house and on Ferrix is yeah. all like nineteen seventies. Yeah, the Polaroid camera and like random pieces parts. Whereas this looks like Mass Effect. It, yeah, I'm still getting huge Mass Effect vibes. Also, random side note, the uh, score mm-hmm. has been very wonky in a in an interesting way. I liked, I've liked everything except for that fucking the drum drums. solo. Yeah, it, the most recent two episodes is, are what I binged today. And uh, I'm getting weird, like, fantasy sci-fi 80s, like mm-hmm. weird... Buzzes. I can't even explain. It. Like it's weird. lots of synth in there. Yeah. yeah. So like it's yeah, almost like um, Mandalorian, but not. It's like eighties industrial instead of like yeah. tribal. It's like Mandalorian plus Stranger Things, and just like make it. <laughs> and you're like, wow, this is like happening on Wall Street. Folky synth. Folky like, synth. Folky Star Wars synth, baby. I think it's the same composer that does uh, the Succession music. Oh, nice. Which is awesome. God, I haven't I haven't heard that song in a minute. <sighs> Can't wait. The trailer for season four just came out. Yeah, last week. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Wait, didn't you see it before the House of the Dragon finale? They played it before. No, or did you skip it by mistake. I might have skipped it Damn. accidentally. Yeah. Anyways, uh, succession. Uh, I got some other stuff here. Let's let's blow through Andor here. Um. Oh, Mon Mothma also had a badass quote. <laughs> she's been crushing it. Dude. Yeah, she's. I love the actress, and she is it, but she's not quite to that Forrest Whitaker tier, but she's close. I really enjoy everything that she's done, and I do like the stress that's wrapped around Mothma. Like, she yes. feels truly under the gun. I know Luthen yes. has pushed the dominoes over, and everything's going into effect because of him, and he's kind of, but he's kind of enjoying it. Yeah, it seems she, like he handles it better. She is just crumbling. Well, she can't. Trust her own fucking family. I know. She went to that other, not even Homeboys inviting Sith Lords to tea party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For real. But all that to say, uh, she said, I've learned from Palpatine. I'll show you the stone in my hand and you missed the knife at your throat. And I was like, oh. Yeah. That's 100% what I've been wanting for a while. Yeah. Is that whole kind of vibe. I love it. I love it. I love that she knows. Not that she knows he's a Sith, but like. He, Something's wrong. He kind of is the enemy and she knows he's turning this into the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's still a lot to learn that you can learn from your enemy. Something like that. I, I like that little twist that she's like, well, Palpatine is uh, being a bitch, but you know. He's a smart bitch. He's a smart bitch. I'm going <laughs> to copy his tactics. Yeah. And then those senators were talking about all the new security measures, mm-hmm. which is very Orwellian 1984 creepiness. Yeah. They're yeah. like, it's not a problem if you don't do anything wrong. It's She's a, like, what's your definition of wrong? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. There was sprinkles of um, a gin or so in there. Like, yeah. you, know, you, you can stand, you can sit there and 
with the flag and oh, you don't you not look up and you're like okay that was a that was a quote verbatim <laughs> verbatim quote I've been there <laughs> um, the other thing about Mon Mothma was I had strong uh, bond Agent M mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah from Mon Mothma like she started dropping knowledge and then pushing buttons and kind of mm. you could see her digging for info and seeing who she can trust and yes. I was like man they have a, a layer of characters now which I'm going to continue to relate it to Game of Thrones because that's how it feels to me. But the same reason I was raving about House of the Dragon, or just thrones in general, you have like the kings and the royalty. You have soldiers that are badass. You have sneaky fucks like Littlefinger and Larry Strong. Yeah. You have like the maesters. You have rich people. There's different layers and everyone can get power and like leverage shit in different ways. Yeah. It's not just Jedis with yeah. lightsabers the whole time. Yeah. Or or just soldiers like Mandalorian, which is all cool. But the fact that we have like the political scheme with Mothma, we have Luthen being like wealthy and, you know, sneaking around. You have Cassian and everything. Yeah. All the rebels, Saw Gerrera's team. It's just like it has, there's so much, there's more layers there. It's, it's also not as two-dimensional, like good and bad as it like it used to be. It's also simplified in a in a sense. Like they're not focused on it being science science fiction. Mm-hmm. I know it's science fantasy from so blah blah blah. Space fantasy. But they've taken a lot of the blasters and just pew pew aspects and space battles out. And they've taken all the laser swords out, and mm-hmm. you're just left with People, the people, yeah, doing things, and I know we've gotten a, a laser fight in in that great episode six or whatever, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, it it didn't feel like, hey, we're gonna put lasers in here because of Star Wars. It's like, no, this is a heist. Right. Everybody brings guns to a heist. It has to happen. So it's like, right. yes, right. Um, I, I love it. I love that they're 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 not pushing stuff in front of us, quote unquote, because it's Star Wars. Uh, I'll, I'll continue that throughout, but yeah. Um, I said the Squid Games felt weird. Oh, <laughs> funny side note. I even wrote Bix was actually running for her life. How funny is that? People are scared in mm-hmm. Star Wars finally. Mm-hmm. It's not happy dancing. They know, they're they running away because they might get shot. Right. Instead Unfo- of throwing unlike, rocks at a stormtrooper. Un- unlike every time Han, Luke, or Leia runs, they're just waving their arms around like... They just hide behind is- a fucking like, lamppost and yeah. don't get shot. <laughs> it, but... It's funny that I had to write that down because I was like, "This chick." They brought. They said, "Where's Bix Maydeen? You're, you're her." And she's like, "Oh shit, run! <laughs> I'm gonna die." Yeah, dude. And then, um, yeah. Luthen being again savage, they cut her off. They cut off the transmission line to Ferrix. I was kind of what the fuck's the name of the planet? Yeah, Fennec Shand. Um, Fennec Shand is no more. Did they trace it because of the transmission she was trying to send, Luthen? Like, how did they find her so quickly? They had it set up. That's how she got in touch with them in the first place. I know, but how did the Imperials track her down so quickly? They went back and were just like, you're Bix! Let's go! And you're like, wait, how did you... How did you know who, what, when, where she was? Um, Interesting. Guess, There's a little scene when she tries to go into that comm tower and the yeah. guy, like, doesn't want to let her in, obviously, because, yeah. like, he's under surveillance. That's, that's what I'm saying. Maybe she yeah. sent that out. And it's a good thing Luthen didn't respond because maybe it was under surveillance. Yep. So. Yeah, his girlfriend slash secretary is the, smart. The other thing was the uh, prim and proper security, ex-security guard yeah. went through the files and like confirmed all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So he might have even interviewed Bixet before he got fired or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that was Cyril in the Khan file. you're talking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, 
making some moves or trying to. I can't remember. He got shut down at the end, right? She said, fuck off, go away. Yeah, because he wants to be a part of it. And she's like, mm, no. No, this is the empire, dude. You can't just like... You must suffer first. Put an application in like fucking Baskin Robbins. Also, how badass was like the futuristic space cubicles? Yeah. Office life wouldn't be so bad if it looked like that. Just like mundane. Just like we said, prison life wouldn't be that bad if you got those little pods. Yeah. Eat fucking liquid steak out of a straw. Liquid steak. A tube in the wall. Get some fucking protein powder. Oh, man. No, it's just... um. It, it's cool. It fits the vibe. And that works with Coruscant, I think, because it's so... It's like New York City, basically, of Star Wars. So they got all the high-tech advanced shit. Whereas in his apartment, he's watching the Hollow Net on like a fucking three-by-four TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the smallest TV I've ever seen. Yeah. You can't see anything on that shit. I, Eating cereal. His mom's going psycho. I like it. I, I like the tone. The tone is probably my number one thing. I, I like how dire despair backs are up against the wall. Mm-hmm. I love that Luthen's put finally pushed the domino with the heist and things going crazy. And he's like, that's what needs to happen. Mothma, yes. get your shit together. I don't care if you want to or have to. You, you got to now. Get it, get things going. <clears throat> Luthen's one of those most interesting characters because I think we all know he's probably not coming out of the show alive. No. You know what I mean? By the yeah. time we get to... It's possible by the time we get to Rogue One and we have that whole council and everyone's unified except for Saw Gerrera, he was the last one. Most or all of that is because Luthen's like the one making moves, trying to find these different splintered groups and bring everyone together. Yeah. He's going to build, everyone's going to come together and then he's going to get killed off and then we're going to go into Rogue One at the end of like season two or something. Well, that that's what's going to solidify <clears throat> everybody. Yeah, like they're, yeah. They're all going to start believing in, in Luthen yep. and then he'll die and then they're all just going to be standing looking around at each other and like, oh, yep. well, we all believed in him so we might as well. Like in V for Vendetta when they shoot that child by accident. I don't remember. <laughs> We're coming up on November 5th so I'm excited to watch it. So it's, oh, been, yeah. it's been in my mind. We gain, we gain an hour this weekend. Oh, we do? Fuck, dude. On November 5th? That's a hell of a... I think so, yeah. Saturday's November 5th. 4th or 5th, yeah. So it'd be Saturday night into Sunday. So V for Vendetta Day. We get an extra hour. Man, it's going to be a great weekend. Download it. I don't know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm going to stream it, dude. I'm going to stream it. Any... Um, uh, Before we jump into season finale of The Houses... Well, I know the episode 8 and then 7 are like most recent in our mind with Andor, but... We talked about six a little bit, but it's just so fucking brutal that after all of that, the kid died anyways. And Skeen tries to pull one over and then Cassian's listened to his bullshit and just quick draws him. Love it. I was like, oh my God, dude. It's it's It was perfect. Shocking. Perfect. It's really cool because while Cassian himself you may not be able to trust from a certain point of view. He doesn't surround himself with anyone that he doesn't trust. And I felt yeah. like and when he when when Skeen immediately does that, it was like, you're out of the fucking you're yeah. done. You this is all about trust. That's that's the only web we have. Mm-hmm. We have to be on the same page. And as and as soon as something like that happens, not only are you stealing from us now, right? I can no longer do anything else with you. Like you're you're done. It's, and that's uh, you, you can't know. sleep with an eye open, you know what I mean. But yeah, once the rebellion really gets going, then you start looking at like Han and 
Mm-hmm. What about Lando? Him? Like I don't know if you Lando can trust system. those guys either. Well, the the comparisons just keep coming. I mean, Han and Cassian have a lot of overlap. Han was kind of doing the same thing. He's like, yeah, I'm not really into all this. I just need the money. Yeah, he's doing oddball jobs. Yeah, you're you're right. But he was more like suave smuggler versus Cassian's like a grungy thief. Grungy spy thief. Spy thief, yeah. Thief spy. He's stealing thieves. More techno- technologically. Well, I guess more just observant, <laughs> which sounds dumb, but <laughs> like he observes yeah. how people interact. Mm-hmm. I feel like Han just kind of observes like where he can get pull the wool over people's eyes. Like <laughs> Contra Club. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, it's cool to have a main character that's like flawed, majorly flawed. He's flawed. And he's a thief, and he's almost a bit selfish. He's a killer. He's a killer. But he always does the right thing, question mark? But that's that's kind of like what, he has the right morals. That's where we've got he's like fucking around. That's what Luthen tried to f- smack into Mon Mothma's head. Yeah. Like, yes, people dirty. will suffer. Yeah. Because that's what needs to happen. Gotta get your hands dirty, dude. Either we suffer or they suffer. It's called war. That's what we're getting into. And they so. both suffer at the same time. Mothma's over there like, wait, 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 wait. You want to go to make a, like, a fucking wire transfer? No. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> I love her uh, childhood friend who runs the bank. He's a great actor. I do. I do enjoy that him too. That whole scene where they're walking around the party and like, make sure to smile. They're talking yeah. about the fucking rebellion. Yeah. No, Perfect. I, I love it. Perfect and I love that she lets him in, but only enough. I need to raise money because we're battling the empire. Mm-hmm. Well, what's this money going towards? Mm, Fuck off. I'll tell you next week. Yeah. Don't ever ask me that again. Well, they. she was worried at first, but I, it sounded like he was further on her side than she realized Playing by along. the time they yeah. got to it. He just didn't. Obviously, you don't want to. It's like you both know the same thing, but you can't admit it because then you'll get in right. trouble. So you have to like yeah. figure out if the person like agrees with you or not. Yeah, because if not, yeah, they, they, everything's blown wide open. So. Yeah, you're definitely off the Senate. That's for sure. Chandrilla. Senate chambers, very cool. Empty as fuck. Yeah. yeah. No one gives a shit about the Senate anymore. <laughs> it gets disbanded in just like a couple years after this. Yeah. I saw uh, something about it might only be two seasons. Andor? Which, yeah, which bummed me out. Yeah, I think it was supposed to be only three, right? Um, I can't we can't remember what we talked about. I feel like at one point it, it might have been five and then they backed down to three. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is it's not even close. I'm not even gonna dance around it. It's not even fucking close. I enjoyed the hell out of Mando. Boba Fett was okay. Obi-Wan was okay to great. Yeah. It does none of that. It doesn't compare. It doesn't. I, this is so much. It, it's so well written. The characters are better. The acting's better. The budget's better. Everything's just like this is it. Mm-hmm. This feels like Succession, Star Wars. This yeah. feels like Saving Private Ryan, Star Wars. This feels like well, off of all those things that you just said. Well, I guess Saving Private Ryan is not HBO. Oh, I was thinking of Band of Brothers. I was going to say that's HBO HBO production value. Yeah, Chernobyl, yeah. Succession, yeah. Game of Thrones. You never have to question Band of it. Brothers. As yeah. soon as you jump into an HBO show, you know it's 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 a it's a fucking film. Yeah, just stretched over like ten episodes instead. Yeah, of- and it's it's weird. I hate that I have to like question it because it's Star Wars. That's where we've gotten. Like, oh, you know, Ahsoka's coming out. Well, 
I'm going to see it. I'm going to enjoy it. But because of Star Wars, it's probably not going to be top notch, <laughs> you know, a top notch show. Well, it'll be curious to see how this show influences the other creators. Definitely. Um, I want this guy to do another show already. Like pick another random character and run with it. I don't mm-hmm. care. Saw Gerrera. Do a whole Saw Gerrera thing. Yeah. I, it does get me a little worried that our best stories in Star Wars are in the Rebel and Empire time. Because I feel like everything that comes back, it always comes back to that, which that's where it started. So, like, it's not a bad thing. But I wonder if, like, they wanted to set something during the Clone Wars that was live action, if they would pull off the same kind of vibe. And they might be able to, but I would be hard-pressed to say. Absolutely. I think they would absolutely... I think that could be potentially the greatest Star Wars thing of all time, is if they put a series together about the clones and the Jedi... And like really wrapped it around Order sixty six, or at least building towards it. They've done so. They they won't because all of the Clone Wars, but they and could. And Bad Batch, and it's yeah. There's but just they could so many clone stuff, which is fine with me. You know, I dig it. Yeah. No, I it's it's great. It's it's been nothing but great. So we'll see how I feel after Tales of the Jedi. My hope is that. I can have this type of Star Wars in Andor and have Tales of the Jedi stuff live side by side and not be burnt out on either one. I think the churn of like only having Bad Batch and Boba and Mando and then Kenobi kind of had me burnt out. This is swinging the other direction, which I think will balance out. And then I wouldn't, I won't, I won't feel like those shows are like as kitschy as they actually let are. me let me answer the question you're not asking. I didn't mean why, to ask. Why why is that? Why did you feel burnt out with the other three? Because the other three were along the same line of production, story writing, all this stuff. Yes. And then we finally get to Andor, which is also all of a sudden a serious series. Yeah. Dramatic. So my point is mm-hmm. I can watch a succession. With an Obi-Wan. I can watch House of the Dragon with a Mando. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I'm, even though they're both Star Wars, I can watch an Andor mm-hmm. with an Ahsoka. Yeah. Or and an I think, because they're, they're so, they play on different themes. They're, they're different. Exactly. And I think, I, I think if anything, Mando's going to feel hopefully better after this in a different way. I think Mando's a much, much closer to like Andor than the rest of them. I, but I it, just meant, I would, that was just one of the random ones I pulled from. I just mean yeah. I think I won't be as critical about those other shows. Sure. Well, you don't have to be because you you can fall back onto Andor now. Yes. I, I already want to re- rewatch all of it, especially episode seven or uh-huh. six. I will watch that just mm-hmm. cinematically. Oh, my God. I rewatched that one, but that's the only one so far. Yeah, admittedly. I know it's a slower start, so the first like two or three might be a little slow, but they've also ended up all being pretty long. Yeah. We were complaining about Mando would be like 20 here and then 35 here or whatever, but these have all been like 45 minutes. Because or it's, longer. You're building characters. You're I know, not it takes shooting, time, dude. You're not just showing a cool gun. Oh, this one's about a crate dragon. You know, like, well, this is that's cool. Yeah. Well, what about the crate dragon? No, 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 no crate dragon. And you're like, okay. It's there. Han Racer. In the, in the like, second oh, episode, geez. it's already there. Yeah, if this was like a if this had the same pacing as Mando, Mon Moth would like already be forming the council. Oh, yeah. We you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The heist would have been like episode two. Yeah, the whole... I, and I don't... When I say it's drawn slow out or burn, a slow maybe. burn, I, I really don't mean that in a negative way. No, it's drawn out in the best way. Yeah. 
it's more screen time for the characters that are put in front of us and we're going to see as long as they're struggling and overcoming or dealing with shit that's the whole point you get to learn who these people are mm-hmm. through all that all that interaction and all the, the battles and shit so mm-hmm. which is weird because at the same time outside of obi-wan and anakin i don't know if i know let's just throw someone out there uh dooku do i really really know who dooku is Nah. You read the book. Not really. But still, isn't it weird that I feel like I know more about Cassie Nandor as a person than, I mean, you could pick yeah. any Jedi outside of Anakin and, and Obi-Wan and Luke, I guess. And but, Ahsoka. But yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. There's a lot of people that have a lot of screen time that I'm still like, yeah, like Mace Windu. Yeah, I have a general idea who Mace Windu is, but at the same time, he I have just no, has a cool essence. I have no fucking idea who he is. And a purple lightsaber. Like, if he was put into a situation, how would he react? I'm not he sure. He would kill everything. I'm not. I assume, but at the same time, he's a Jedi. Yeah, yeah. And he's yeah. probably the most strong, the strongest Jedi at the time. And you're like, yeah, we don't have the layers, you know. It'd be it'd be really good to have this approach applied to like prequel era stuff. What you uh, the Andor approach, the long yeah. slow burn? Because we never really had that, but the same kind of stuff does happen. I mean, you could take you could take a gap between episode one and two, recast Anakin as a you know, yeah, as like a thirteen year old or something. Yeah, find somebody that kind of fits that balance. Make get Obi Wan back, make up him up to be younger Pubes again. With the face, pubes with the face. <laughs> yeah, um, but you could make that work, and it could be like. Uh, Palpatine getting his claws into Anakin slowly over time, you know. I, something I, with that pacing, I think. You're you're onto something. Yeah. Nix the whole Anakin and all that. Create a new character. Yeah. And maybe they cross paths with Anakin or something to make it fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think prequel era stuff could work uh, well as well. I, you're right mm-hmm. that everything comes back to OT Rebels Imperials. Oh, what, what does it say that we are back in that? And that's the least thing we wanted. And this is one of the greatest shows we've ever seen. And it's like... I know, but if you think what got us into Star Wars in the first place, OT. And then Rogue One's your favorite movie. OT. Yeah. Andor's our favorite show. OT. OT. We all circle all around back. We go explore in this like weird territory, a bunch of Jedi instead of action. And then it all comes back to Rebel Empire. But the, the odd thing is... I just think it's just a, it's just a classic... Uh, scenario, you know, but it's oppressive we're, we're, empire and underdogs. We're watching the galaxy change and unfold before our eyes. I feel like beforehand it was about characters and not about. I don't know. I, I kind of lost myself. I was it's like, definitely about characters now. Is it though? Definitely, because I feel like any one of these people, and we, we know just spend so much time talking about. You're right. You're right. But how it's, deep it's, the characters are. I'm not. It's hard to explain. It's about the mass of people yeah. and how people are changing. The culture. Rather than this individual Jedi got mad, so he killed, tried to kill his own wife, and he went to the dark side. I feel like it's finally the effects of everything else. Yeah. And the trickle-down effect of, okay, things are changing. We know it happens way up here. Mm-hmm. But the, the way war is won are the people on the ground. Well, like you said earlier, we get more of a citizen point of view. And you could literally strip. I know. So this is this is my start testing Who's our, our, our knowledge. Well, have you seen the one? Um, Shakti. 
Shakti with the stuff. Um, just like what what is more important in the Star Wars universe? Because we've gotten such a focus on Rebels, Imperials, Jedi. Mm-hmm. Jedi. But it is really the people on the ground that are making the difference. Even in the uh, in the Imperials. Like, it is the regional governors and all these... I mean, those are the people that are enforcing it all. Yeah. So, like, Palpatine could die tomorrow, and as long as everything keeps going in this direction, mm-hmm. I don't see how... Which it did for a while. Right. Five years, six years, whatever. Right. And that's my point. We're, we're finally seeing the it how it affects people on a daily basis. We saw that uh, guy the, who... Uh, Buddies of Andor, the minor guy. Yep. Uh, how it's already affected him. He right. went from like, ah, everything's going to be okay to now like Cassian's gone. He's like, well, I don't know. And now he's like, fuck. Yep. And it's We're like, all fucked. But, but isn't that such a nice little sprinkle of, hey, you know, everybody kind of like kind of went with it until you, it happens to you. Yep. And that's how all the, all the entire galaxy is slowly becoming. That happens, all, that happens all over the place. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching horror movies because it's been spooky season, but that's how it always goes in a ghost movie. Yeah. It's like, I saw a ghost. Oh, you're crazy. Ghosts aren't real. And that's then it, happens. it starts killing people and killing people. And then finally, like, the fucking mayor or something dies. And then they're like, oh, shit, it's a ghost. I should have listened. Yeah, that's what I've been telling you this whole time. I didn't believe you until the ghost killed me. And now I believe you that ghosts are real. On the other hand, if you go around and just believe in a ghost, then probably wasting your time. The ghost have me. I got half. <laughs> I right. watched Ghostbusters, and that's all I could think of was the Be Kind Rewind skits. It's impossible because I hadn't seen Ghostbusters since I was like six. Like I don't, I didn't remember almost anything of it. It's been that long since I watched it, and all I could think of was just quoting Be Kind Rewind. Same thing happened to me. And yeah. The keymaster and the gatekeeper yeah. finally makes sense. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it makes sense. The same thing happened to me recently. I think it was in a. Uh, a restaurant or something, and that song from Rush Hour 2 came on. Jamali, Jamali! And he's up there dancing. I could not... I was, like, sitting um, at a bar eating my dinner, and I could Michael not... Michael Jackson, which one is yeah. it? Yeah. I can't remember the fucking title of the song. Joan! <laughs> that's how it goes. I was starting to sing a Thriller in my head, and I was like, that's not it. Um, but no, Ghostbusters was fun. The new one? No, the original. <laughs> no. I haven't seen them. I'm not. I've never been huge in Ghostbusters. Um, Classic, but yeah, it's definitely. It feels dated, but it is definitely kooky fun. It's fun. It's interesting to me watching it 30 years later, 40 years later. It's weird how big of a cultural impact it had. Yeah. Like everyone knows that fucking song. Everyone knows the outfit. Everyone knows that stupid retro car. It was so different. Um. Yeah. Just interesting. I mean, it's not like bad, but it's like on par with like Caddyshack. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, same people. Same kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Yeah, there there's those cult- cultural phenomenons that happened in the full, 80s. Full models. That happened in the 80s. Another one was like Gremlins. Don't stop till you get enough. Thank you, Witch Hunter. Stop till you get enough. Come no. on. <laughs> uh, Gremlins is another one. That, I'll be right back. That I'll be right back. <laughs> um, yeah, I know about the vibe of Gremlins, but I haven't seen that probably since I was like six. I... See, I did the same thing. There's so many movies that I started with the second one. Uh-huh, yeah. Ace Ventura. I started with the second one. Same. I had to go back with the first one. Second um, one's way better. I'm not sure how it went. Terminator. Rush Hour. Terminator, I think, also. Yeah. Rush Hour for me, no. I think we saw Rush Hour in theaters, actually. What were we just talking about? Oh, Gremlins. I saw the second Gremlins first, and then I went. I had to go back. So there's... 
it's odd. And I think I saw episode five first. I over did. episode four. Yeah, I did. And I saw... No, that's a lie. I saw Two Towers before I, I saw... <laughs> no. Oh, man. That definitely didn't happen. It's weird because I we always make fun of, in a general sense, like, oh, of course, they're going to make a sequel to this. Yeah. And then the sequel comes out, you're like, oh, wow, that was... Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the exception. Trek 2. But Trek 2. Wayne's World 2. <laughs> Wayne's World 2 sucks. Eh, it doesn't. Yeah, it kind of sucks. What? I have not, I'm not going to complain. Well, I'm not going to... I wouldn't criticize it anymore because you're right, but it's still great. Um, yeah, I mean, Awesome Powers Two is great. It is. Is it weird? I always watch Awesome. Powers. Is it weird I that always come back to it? All the Awesome Powers are great. Goldmember gets a little funky. He's got that whole uh, dance scene in the prison, and then they do like the flashback to when they graduated. There's a couple moments, but yeah, it's, it is really good. It's odd that it it works so well still, and it's like. I, I was, it feels played out in the first movie and they keep going and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm still watching clearly. This fucking is hilarious. Groovy, baby. She pulled a fucking lampshade out of his ass. <laughs> you see that? She, uh... Beyonce. The fucking opening of Goldmember is one of the funniest things ever. When they're doing like the Austin Powers movie and Tom Cruise is it. Oh my God, Danny and DeVito. Danny DeVito <laughs> is mini-me. Hey, asshole. It's so funny. I, I love Danny DeVito. And now he's in those he's goddamn Jersey Mike's commercials and he's selling subs. For real? Yeah, he's all over, man. He's, I was just wondering about best, that. Dude. We were talking about huge actors in dog shit commercials. It's like, how much? Dude, Danny DeVito <laughs> never has to work again in his life. Why do a Jersey Mike's commercial? Maybe he likes Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Quicksilver One. Get yeah, why is he always in Capital One shit? Why? Though? Why? Maybe he's like... They're like, we'll give you $50 million to do two commercials. His daughter yeah. is dating the Capital One owner's son or something like that. Marry her off. That's It's easier than that. There's um, Game of Thrones style like fucking dynasties in real life. That's a real thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would like to show about that. Huh. I guess that's kind of what Succession is all about. Um, yeah, I don't know why Danny DeVito is uh, is doing commercials for it's, Jersey it's, Mike's. It's odd to me. I like Jersey Mike's. How big... Big actors and actresses, they'll just like go down to that level. Like insurance, like yeah, I'll do insurance. Like I almost prefer the like flow the the progressive lady because she's a nobody. Yeah. Or yep. the uh, um, what's the other guy? Jake from State Farm. Well, Jake from State Farm, but there's the other guy that uh, I, I can't remember. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop talking. Uh, the um chaos. Yes. Guy? Yes. Yeah, chaos is cool. That's Cha- that's a cool commercial. The chaos. Yeah. So it's it's like I prefer that. It makes more sense in my head than for a celebrity. Yeah, yeah, that was a that's such an old school kitschy thing. Like I've never seen a commercial and be like, "Oh, I don't like pizza, but Shaq likes pizza. I'm gonna get pizza." Like, yeah. no, dude, it's just oh, that happens to be a larger pizza. Shaq is just like standing there. You know what I mean? You'll I'll get the pizza because it's bigger. <laughs> yeah, not because Shaq recommended it. Shaq endorsed my printer. He's in a bunch of things too. He's icy hot, Papa John's, fucking so, Subway. He's selling printers. He sells print, <laughs> printer ink. I wasn't making a joke. He sells printer ink. I love it, dude. So he's you got to print out your brackets, man. He's also been a huge businessman. Every uh, he started investing his money. I heard he's got a chicken place. He's he's a certified cop or whatever the hell. Did you know that? He went through the, like the training. Yeah. Did he yeah. buy a buy a precinct? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> I'm a cop now. I own the city. It's like you get an honorary <laughs> degree at a college or whatever. It's like he's honorary a, cop certification. He has his doctorate. He's a smart guy. 
I wouldn't say that. He's got his doctorate, though. So, Icy Hot. Uh, randomly catching up on the chat, but as you were talking about the snow boots like an hour ago, Daco said uh, Disney should open Colorado Hoth Ski Resort. That's a fucking awesome idea, dude. That is a, you should contact uh, Bob Iger or nice, whoever's nice in charge hill. now. Get the Illumineers on that. What the fuck they're called? Yeah, out Imagineers. cold. Buy that out cold. Yes. That was, yeah. that was Alaska. Even better. I thought that was Colorado. No, it was Alaska. Huh. Not that it matters. That's another odd one that I can never find on like DVD, Blu-ray yeah, or anything. It's hard to find. I, I, it's never streaming on anything. I can't find it. So I'm, I'm going to have to bite the bullet. It never is discounted it. either. I don't know why. Yeah. Same. There was that and Be Kind Rewind. I can never find a stream. So I just bought them. Those two and Dogma, which is... That's a whole thing. Now a nostalgic. Yeah, no one's ever seen Dogma for 30 years. And I think um, Mallrats and Chasing Amy have the same problem. I think. All three of his. Why? Clerks 3's out. I bought it and haven't watched it yet. They, it was already discounted. I was nervous. It was like 15 bucks and I was like, fuck it. For 15 bucks, I'll watch it. I mean, I'll watch it eventually. I also enjoy... That's another one that I, I actually like the second one better. Like, Clerks is... I was never into that culty. Like, I was. I wasn't either. It's fine. It's goofy, but I do prefer the comedy uh, in the second one a lot better. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. How do I say this without sounding like a dick? I've always appreciated Kevin Smith's work. I've never been a huge fan of it. Yeah, Jane Silent Bob was fun for us when we were in like high school. Sure, lots of inside jokes and shit. But you know, going back, it doesn't hold up that well. Oh, absolutely not. But Clerks too. For some reason, there was some formula that he just hit with that one where it is up there along with like the super bads and the, yeah, and those yeah. kind of comedies it's for better me. writing man they, he, really he had good. better characters and he knew how to like uh, what's the uh, Elias yeah hilarious character yeah. hilarious character great great add-on yeah and the funny. fact yeah they, he did you're right he did a great job with that one and you're, I don't know I don't, why that one in particular just kind of like stood out you're completely right I'm on the same page as well with uh, the rest of his shit like it's all fine um, I think I've watched all of his stuff once I would rewatch Dogma if I could that's but, the but one I, I haven't seen in a long time yeah me neither but outside of that liking. Clerks 1 I pro I've probably seen it maybe two or three times in my life watch it, I I'll watch it once a decade fine. Um, Chasing Amy I've watched that once And I don't plan on watching it again It's like a rom-com yeah. Whatever Mallrats Is You tell him Steve Dave Maybe my favorite of his Because it's the first one that I saw But it's not like Gold throughout You know There's just a couple like jokes I'm not even sure I've seen it all the way through It's like on the level of Like Out Cold For me I think it's oh, that wow. same Same homie oh. Sorry 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 out Cold for me is a special place in my heart, but I'm, I just mean like the quality, like the style of movie. Yeah. Mallrats is more in that vein, if that makes sense. Good. But yeah, for some reason, I like Mallrats too. I don't know. Just one of those things that hits you and just kind of sticks in your subconscious. And you're like, oh yeah, I love that, even though I've only seen it once and I was 11. I kind of feel the same way about Rob Zombie. Like a lot of his stuff's good, but I, I always go back to House. Yeah. I even think... Devil's Rejects is a better film and I still prefer House because it's just goofy. Yeah, it's weird. It's Well, that's probably how people feel about Clerks. You're right. Yeah. Same kind of deal. I get it. Yeah. But yeah, it does just has a pull on you. You know, the, the time you saw it, 
Whenever you see that stupid fucking sign, fried chicken and gasoline, I'm just, I know I'm in, I'm there. I mean, yeah. I actually watched it recently and I, I loved it again. It's, it had been a while and I forgot, you know, I, in my mind, it's always like the goofiness of it. Right. And then you watch it and you're like, God damn. Yeah. Uh, there's some shit. Who's your daddy? Who it, oh my God. And when they're like cutting them up and fish boy, fish and you're boy. like, that's funny, but what the fuck am I watching right now? Yeah, dude. Gnarly. I um so kind of spin off of that. I for the first time in my life watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I've heard good things. I've never the seen original it one. Yeah, what's, yeah. I what's, mean, a, what's original? Seventies? Nineteen seventy four. Oh, okay. So I was trying to put myself in that mindset while I was watching it, and the whole time I was just thinking like, man, movies used to be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I usually wear um like headphones when I'm watching something at night. So I can hear the sound design yeah. and like the weird, like the like the really cheesy like footsteps and like, yeah, it was <laughs> I don't know whatever it's fine, but it was like an indie film I think even then for 1974, yeah. acting's weird, um, but I had never seen it before. It's like House of Thousand Corpses is like almost exclusively based off of that. Really? Like these kids are on a road trip and then they go to this house and then they stumble like one family member at a time across this psycho family. Mm. And then they try to escape to like the gas station and the girl thinks she's safe. And then it turns out that homeboy at the gas station is actually part of the family too. And she brings her back. And um, so, I mean, whatever. He's probably paying, you know, homage to it. Yeah. It's not like a note for note ripoff, but it is similar vibes. Well, house. And but, um, there's such different feels between yeah. house and devils. Yeah. Like house is about the family in the house. And then all of a sudden you get the devil's rejects and it's like the family out in public. In, yeah. And it's like, it's, it's uh, it gives me. Right. Like the motel stuff. Yeah. Having like, them interact with God. the normal human beings. Yeah. It's almost too real. That's why it's so good. When they hold, when the brother and sister hold ba- baby and Otis. Yeah. When they hold that Family hostage, there's no kids involved, but when they hold those people hostage in that hotel yeah. room, I'm like, Yeah. Whenever oh, you feel uncomfortable, you know it's a good horror movie. Right. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. That's the vibe. So, all right. Spooky season's over. Um, no, I it's do not. I do need to, yeah, it is. It's November 1st. No, we've got till Thanksgiving, man. I opened it. I opened it up. We got a couple more weeks, man. Pack it in. Well, I'm watching V for Vendetta on Saturday. There's so no I such have thing. until Friday. I have no until Friday. such thing as a Thanksgiving movie. So we've got... We've we got, talked about this last year. I have a list, though. Of Thanksgiving movies? Yeah, but we talked about... it's. They're not about Thanksgiving. It's just ones that I watch in this yeah, weird gap yeah. between Halloween and Christmas. You know, I saw a TikTok today of someone who made a good point about yeah. uh, a movie that they said, this is definitely a Thanksgiving movie. And he made a good point. So it was um, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Because he's like, it literally links the two holidays that you're in between. And I was like, you're fucking genius. I've never thought about that. Maybe I'll give it another try this year. Yeah, I love the Tim Burton claymation, man. It's just, even if you get nothing else out of that, the Tim Burton claymation stuff, it's really fun. I I really enjoy it. It is very, definitely impressive. That's for sure. Um, So Willy Wonka and the Chalk Factory. That's on my Thanksgiving list. Okay. It's more of those like... I'm trying to place it. If I didn't put it in Thanksgiving, where else would I place it? I think you're right. I I, I agree. Yeah. Along a similar line, Wizard of Oz. I don't agree with that. Okay. Uh, that's a spring movie to me. Interesting. Because it okay. goes from black and white to color, and you want to see the... I get oh, it. I, I also, I guess the fall colors, but it's more like bright and vibrant. It's very springy to me. Go I got ahead, you. Then. No, that's fair. I got you. Yeah, I'm right. You're right. I'm right. You're right. <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special. 
definitely got to watch that. I I have tried to rewatch our uh, commentary on it. And first of all, our commentary is fucking great. It's, it's hilarious. really funny. Fuck you guys. I, it's it's fun. Um, did I tell you I uh, did a second commentary? No. I cheated on you. Oh, man. Uh, Rob Cast had me and um, Matt on one of their shows to do uh, commentary along with it. Oh, man. And it was Matt's first time seeing it. And we were just like, oh, you don't know what you're in for right now. Yeah, get ready. Hold on. <laughs> it was gnarly. It's, um, a, it's a rough one to watch. I loved the fact that our version had the commercials built in. <laughs> the ladies workers union garment thing. Yeah, what the fuck? No, it's fun. But I do watch it and I, I probably watch like the first 15 minutes I'm actually paying attention and then it just gets I get so sick of it that the, it's just on in the background at that point. As soon as the circus table goes on <laughs> you're like, what? And yeah, then whip, whip, whip. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, it was definitely gnarly. But... Life Day is November seventeenth, so it's on the Christmas yeah. or it's on the uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving list. Yeah, yeah, I, that's a that's a good one because I'm not sure what else I would put in the Thanksgiving. I'll have to put my my it's, list. It's again. also vibes for um, Harry Potter and uh, Lord of the Rings. Harry Potter. It's always the other ones I might throw in there that I'm surprised you didn't say is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I always get Middle Earthy. Mm-hmm. When when it, you get into the because it's like Skyrim and all this shit yep. that you're like oh yep, we gotta yep, 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 bust yep. out the battle axe exactly for, for November exactly dude um and then of course V for Vendetta on Saturday I'm excited for that yeah Mean Girls that's October that's a don't they have a Halloween party in that I haven't seen that yeah. in forever yeah they do yeah they do man I haven't seen that in forever we watch it every once in a while it's it's a, such a solid movie yeah I, I, that's one that I really enjoy. Indeed. Um, but yeah, because she quotes something. One of the famous quotes from that is like October 5th. On October 5th, he asked me what, what day it was. It's October 5th. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. I, may, I might have the date wrong, but it is October 5th. Something like that. I know what you mean. All right. Well, um, House of the Dragon? Yeah. Ended beautifully. I'm glad it did. Glad it ended? Uh, beautifully. <laughs> uh, you know, if I'm going to give like a rating and or... I, it's it's near perfect. I want to give like Andrew like a nine point fucking eight. Like it's it's almost damn near perfect. Well, it hasn't ended yet. So. You're you're right, but still, what we've seen so far, I'm like fuck. This is it. Even with the Squid Game shit, I'm like, you know what? Everything yeah. else has been so fucking spot on. Nine point five, and I'm sure we'll get somewhere because of these Squid Game. So it's fine. Um, House of the Dragon. I want to give maybe a mid eight. I can see that. I it wasn't quite up to the par of which is weird because I rewatched Game of Thrones and the first season felt kind of wonky when I tried to it rewatch. Is. It was definitely as budget as Game of Thrones would ever get. Yes, and I which think still pretty high. I think yeah, production wise, that this is probably better. But I, yeah, I think it just it played out. I like the 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 more characters. My only comment on the production is that. Now that they've done a full eight seasons of Thrones and they're starting over, it feels like sometimes they're, because they have the means, they're kind of going a little more extravagant than they normally would. Like, I almost love season two of Game of Thrones because it hasn't got to that point. Still earthy, still... Yeah, because there's a couple things, like when they go to the Baratheon place, Storm's End, it just felt extreme. Because it was like all, I don't know. Rain. I usually don't complain about CGI, but it's like out on, perched on this weird island and it's got all these like pillars and spikes. It just yeah. felt very grandiose. 
where there was something nice about the early Game of Thrones where it's like Winterfell is like kind of a dingy castle because it's in the north. <laughs> I guess the other thing that might play That's like in, my only complaint. The other really. thing that might play into it is the riding fucking dragons again. This early. See that I'm cool with. So but it's I feel like it takes an element of CGI that's just simply necessary to to you had a fucking helicopter pad on this <laughs> castle that the kid went to and you're like yeah I get it yeah but you're I, yeah, I'm just trying to and it's look. not even like a true complaint you're yeah I just feel like um you know how in Lord of the Rings the Shire is like hella quaint yeah and then you finally get up to like the super super grand stuff at the end yeah I guess I feel like this is 200 years before Game of Thrones, so maybe some stuff should look even a little dingier than it did yeah. in Game of Thrones. That's my only thing. And then the other criticism I have is, again, it's not even really a criticism. I don't know if I love the time jumps. And I, I'm accepting yeah. it because I know now we're getting into the meat with season two. Yeah. And like season two and however long the show ends up being is the bulk of it. And we just had to... This was like all of a big prologue to get there. You know what I mean? But I I, I loved the slow burn and the slow growing up of characters. You just said you didn't of, like the slow burn. Of Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh, yeah. I didn't say I like the slow burn. I said I... Time jumps. Fucking, that's the opposite of a slow burn, dude. Burn! Quick, quick freeze. Uh... I have, I do, I do have, I don't, I don't have like complaints. I have small thoughts. criticism critiques that like. Yes. These are my thoughts. Yeah. I, uh, and I don't even think they're worth sharing. That's, I, I feel like they're so small. They're, they're sprinkled throughout. And I do feel like some episodes are better than the others. And yeah, definitely. You know, as uh, some, some points I did feel like they were forcing issues in. Um, but finally, when what's his face strong comes in, I felt like, oh, okay, now we've got, you know, some something to stand on, like a bad guy to stand on, because otherwise it was just family bickering, right? Um, and like even, Succession, yeah, yeah. It was it was Succession to a lesser degree. It's weird how I feel like that. We've gotten, of course, to to the finale. She turns her fucking head and she becomes Satan, and you're like, oh, yeah. We finally got there, but we had to watch an entire season to get there. And you're like, all right, was this a prequel season? Because that's, I mean, clearly that's what it was. But mm -hmm. they, yeah, they, it definitely I, feel, was. I feel like a lot of times Game of Thrones is just like, we're here, start. And it's, people are getting cut in half and like immediately. Yeah, it did some of that, but it definitely. It treaded, it treaded through some mud there for a little bit. It did. And, and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Like what? Like the whole idea of Damon being married before, and he went out of his way to kill her, and then that didn't matter. And you're like, well, I mean, he had to do it to free up his ring finger, but <laughs> did he have to be married before? Well, it's in the book. My point is, like, I had to watch them do that, and it was like, okay, it's a it's a fun scene, but. You added. A, it was not a fun scene. Well, you, but you. I mean, I mean, more of like building Damon's character. Yeah, like it, I think but, it was important for that. But at He's the same ruthless. time, you literally brought in an actress to kill her off in five minutes, and it was like that. I felt like that's something you could leave out, and it didn't add anything to his. It really didn't add anything to his character because he he got married again, and she, she fucking died. So it's like, 
Well, he's willing to kill his own wife. He's willing he's to just bored. marry anybody. That you know. That, yes, that's true too. That's what I'm getting at. That's also true. Um, so, uh, succession for a second. Talk about the ultimate slow burn. Kendall turns on Logan in like episode five. Yeah. And this whole like struggle over am I going to lose the company or not lasts all the way through, all the way through season two, and doesn't get resolved until halfway through season three. Yeah. Like. In another show, that would happen for an episode and then they would come up with a solution and then the season finale would be like, oh, we solved the problem. But that just sticks around so long just to give them all something to bicker about. Yeah, I mean... We're, That's like the ultimate slow burn. We've clearly gotten... Yeah. The slow burn in House of the Dragon was the death of the king. We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and then we have a double finale oh fallout. Oh my God. Whoever... First of all, costume oh, design. Amazing, amazing. It's the best I've ever seen. That's where I will say the extravagance like bar, actually worked for me. Bar none. Perfect. I've never seen anything like that. I felt like it was putting crazy stuff to shame. I was watching, I was like, everything looks fucking perfect. And then when the king yeah. was on his deathbed, mm -hmm. I've never seen acting like that. Yeah. And I just praise Forrest Whitaker, but the king dying and he's like, yeah. Like, dude, really he's a drogger. He's a fucking drogger right now. What yeah. is happening? <laughs> yes, dude. This is crazy. It he looked so insane. Haunting and perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that was um, a great performance. Him all throughout. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I was going somewhere with that. Um, that it was awesome and you loved it. Yeah. Uh, you, you started by saying the slow burn was the king nine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was saying, like, even the costuming, it was putting stuff that was that's crazy good to shame. Yeah. And not to shame, but, like, Lord of the Rings. It's so solid throughout. Mm -hmm. And you look at House of the Dragon, you're like, yeah, but look at that. Right. <laughs> look so at that you see what extra 20 years gets you? Dude, yeah. And it's like Skyrim on steroids. Like, you can just wear whatever the fuck you want. And you look yep. badass, and it's of the time, and I love it. I love it. Um, I feel like the issue with the slow burn with this as compared to other seasons of, of Game of Thrones is all of the uh, side pieces even in succession like you have you do you're right Kendall against his dad but all of the stringing along stuff in between mm -hmm. the the stress between Shiv and, and Tom yep. between siblings themselves and then you throw like girlfriends and then you're like yep, yep. all that stuff is what carries it mm -hmm. I don't feel like we had a ton of that they tried to build a little bit, bit of it with the kids, and I just wasn't on board until shit really hit the fan with the kids. Right. Like, I almost... When I, they got the, the older actors. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the young kids, I gave no shits. I, I didn't care what the fuck was happening. It was weird to me. I feel like they did really well, but it was hard to... They don't carry on screen, if that makes sense. Because I don't mean they were bad. Like, I thought they fit, and I was totally cool with it. But there's something about like when you see Vaymond, like he carries himself and like you. Is Vaymond the pointy with, with the yeah. fucking dude? He's eye doing patch duck, guy. duck face, eye patch dude. But you see him and like you can't not see him. And now he has like a he's like crystal clear as a character in the show. But when it's kid actors, it's like they don't they don't. I, I love him. I love I love you know, that character. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right. Well, yeah. the issue is they introduce the kids and they're supposed to be interacting with each other right away and you're like well i don't even know no, which one i don't know which one's which i don't know which one's which <laughs> i don't know which one's supposed to be 
what? And then there's a new infant, and then she's giving birth again. And you, yeah, I was less like, uh, and and not not even that, not not even only that, but we had the actress changes too. And you're like, I'm still trying to get over that. Fuck her kids right now. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. I'm still trying to get over that small hump. Yeah, yeah. You, maybe it was just more timing and layout and pacing. It's small, small stuff because it was still eight and a half out of ten for me. It was, yeah, it was, it was great. great. Still great. Yeah, yeah. There's only like one slow episode I felt and the funeral I think was like the slow one for me. Man, do they try they really do try to like make you cringe. They can That's really still born and you're like Yep. God yeah, damn. That was rough, man. Um oh private dating chat, girl. Hey, talking click, about click on that. Let's see what happens. What, we <laughs> hey, which, what episode of Android do you like the best? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, I mean, I don't care. That's fine. Um, I don't really have any other major complaints, and I like I said, I, I don't really have any major complaints. Period. Uh, it's all small, yeah. minor stuff. Um, I'm my favorite character so far, Damon. I've really, really come around to, yeah, because he's the Luthan. He's he's the one that just like no, we're getting shit done today. He's wild, dude. He's what? He's, he's like the most Targaryen Targaryen I've ever seen. I between him and the eye slice kid. Eye slice. P- yeah. Orange slice. Orange slice. <laughs> <laughs> I I know you're right. They have just like a unpredictable unpredictability. Borderline crazy, but also they get smart shit done. and conniving. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like the two girls. That maybe that's part of it. Like they were supposed to be the two people carrying the thing, and I yeah. kept leaning back to like Damon, and then the Sexist, king, obviously. I, yeah, and then even uh, High Tower. Man, I loved his character. Yeah, I hate. I didn't like him at first. He grew on me. Yeah, sure. yeah, in, but, a, in a bad way because I'm Team Black, but whatever. But finally, um, Rhaenyra, we see her the very last second, and I'm like, that's it. There she is. There she fucking is. It took all that to get to that. And maybe that uh, clearly that's the point, but yeah. I was waiting for that the whole season, and I I really didn't expect it to happen the last second of the whole season. Uh, I was really yeah. hoping it happened like episode eight out of ten, so we could mm-hmm. kind of build something up. We're obviously on the brink of war, mm-hmm. and with the Pokemon battle that happened in the sky, yeah, dude, Dragonite versus Charizard, yeah, and it was not close. Dragonite <laughs> got his ass whooped, um, but whoa. <laughs> Sorry, I'm close to being all over the place. Um, but plus one to deep character development because he didn't mean to kill him. He's Which like, no one's going to believe that. I fucking hate you and I'm going to take your eye. But at the end of the day, you're my cousin slash brother slash uncle. And <laughs> I'm not going to kill you on purpose. And I thought that like to see his shock after his dragon ate him. I was like, oh God. See, I more thought, sure, they lost control of their Pokemon, but... I felt more like what's the what's the blonde haired kid, the the uh, eye patch guy, eye patch orange guy. slice, uh, Vaymond. Vaymond. I feel like Vaymond. Sure, he may not have meant to fully kill, but I think he was regretting more of like what just uh, transpired. Where this this is going to force us all into war, right? Rather than I didn't mean to do that. Oops. He he more was like fuck. Uh, I kind of felt like both. You're right. I mean, you're right. But I like one. Like now, mom's gonna blame me for starting the war, and also I didn't mean to kill you. But also, I was chasing you through a fucking thunderstorm, and, and now I can't to, even get my eye back. What the fuck? I was just trying to kill you. I didn't mean to kill you. Right. I wanted to kill you, but then Vagar killed you. Yeah. See. Exactly. So. 
probably blame, got a lot of experience for that, though. Blame the dragon. He didn't have his, yeah, fire badge. <laughs> uh, yes. Not, not fire badge isn't what you're looking for. <laughs> no, I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, like fucking. What's the last one? Is it fire badge? The Cinnabar Island one? Is it fire badge? It makes up all Pokemon of all levels of bay? Yeah. Well, it might be the, the final. Volcano badge. There we go. No. Yeah, volcano badge. No. The one that you get on Cinnabar. Yeah. Volcano Bold, badge. Boulder badge. Leaf badge. <laughs> yes. But I'm in the marsh badge Ghost and badge. whatever. Ghost badge. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Oh, you can, man. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I, I love where we got to. That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. Uh, the the later, the lat, I'll say between the actress change and where we got to, it was a little bumpy. Um, but I, I still really enjoyed it. I still really enjoyed it. And I'm super excited to see where it goes. 100%, man. I'm glad Something Thrones Like is back. We never it's, really got like a true, full, awesome video game from Game of Thrones, which I always think is a bummer. But I'm glad it's back. And now that it's launched... Homeboy is once again writing episode or yeah. book six. I saw a little snippet that he that. is seventy five percent of the way through the book. That's awesome. And he said it's going to be the biggest one yet. It is, and he could be lying and have six and seven coming out at the same time, like Stephen King did for the Dark Tower, but probably not. He that's smart. Um, I'm so glad. I'm, I cannot wait for book six. I'm going to have to reread those again. I never never read them. I never read them. They're heavy, but it's worth it. Yeah. Can't be, I can't even get through fucking 350 pages of Rogue One. Talk about slow burn. It'll take you like a year to read all of those. It'll take me 10 years. I'll read one, one, <laughs> one, a one year. book a year. Yeah. I'll read one book a year and then I'll skip a year and I have to be like, oh, fuck, I got to reread that one because I don't remember. I think I only accomplished my mission because it was COVID. Hmm? Read all six. So we got to start a pandemic. All, another all pandemic. Five. I think so. Call Fauci. Tell him when's, gotta, a, when's a winner's coming out. Wieners? Wiener coming out wiener's coming out wiener book six. Oh god all right yeah so, so now i need to divert now i need to go back to uh lord of the rings because i didn't really start that because house of the dragon took my mind yeah i need to watch that and then uh black panther comes out next week uh is it not out already black next, adam next, next friday black adam came out black panther and then uh trailer for ant-man mm-hmm. came out February, I think. This is the wrong time for me to uh, get back into Marvel, though. Why? That's another spring thing for me. DC's got to be the end of the year. Think so? Dying trees, death, darkness. Re- you gonna rewatch uh, Snyder Cut? The sun, the sun goes down at like three thirty p.m. <laughs> yeah, it does definitely I, does. Yeah, so I gotta watch. Uh, I, I really wanted to rewatch the Joker recently. Um, I, I was feeling that vibe too. It came out in October. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Yeah, timing. And I still have to rewatch the Batman, man. I, I That's on my list, been, too. Well, and the Snyder Cut. Jesus. There's so much Batman. <sighs> there is. Uh, speaking of Batman content, that new game came out. Um, Gotham Knights. I heard it's very bad. I assume it's bad. Yeah. I've been, got, I, I've been gotten. I signed up for, like, a, a newsletter, and they send me, like, two things a day. Like, hey, did you forget about it? What newsletter? For Gotham Knights, like oh. just any updates and stuff. So I was like, fucking, you know, the Batman thing, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like two or three things a, a day. And it's like, you know, we're, it's launched. <laughs> right. You're like, buy a fucking game, please. Subscribe. We please. need the money. Yeah. Fuck off, please. <laughs> Fuck off, please. Yeah, it just seems like. Trying real hard, man. 
Arkham. It just seems like Arkham again with characters that aren't Batman and it's really buggy and it's got problems. Well, and the other people, the the guys that were bitching about Modern Warfare 2. They said the gameplay is great, but pretty much everything else around it's like really bad. Really? Like wonky. Match, I mean, matchmaking, building your character, customizing stuff, um, progression, leveling up. They said it's, it's way out there. It's, every game is like that right now. Except... No, I won't say Elden Ring. Oh yeah, except Elden Ring. I'm still in Elden Ring. Nice. Yeah. I have uh, that'll maybe be like a Christmas break. I'll get back into that and like starting a character and Been beat it again. Plowing through it. I go. I went back and kind of like started going into different stuff that I went into and originally was like, oh, this is yeah. way beyond me. So I went back and I, I'm nice, just annihilating nice, nice. people. And then I, I got to the big top top right area where you go into the big compound with. There's two tree sentinels out front. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. You Capital. go, you, you go in there. Um, so I'm, I'm poking around in there, and I'm getting to a to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm maxed out for this area. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm not maxed out for this area yet. Yeah, I'm, you need I'm, to do some, things. Are things some, are fucking me up? You need a to bit. do some farming. Yeah, Elden, uh, anything fantasy always gets like uh, autumn and winter vibes. So I, I do want to pick it back up. I just yeah. I haven't had time to play. But I, I was going to say, Overwatch is getting shit on, even though I love it. It's getting horrible. I played a couple rounds with uh, the guys. I thought it was fine. I know I didn't have any issues. No, I love it. It's just getting shit on because of all the um, monetization stuff. You know, they did the same thing like Halo did. It's like, it's free, but a skin's like 20 bucks. What did you expect for a free game? I mean, they got to make money I'm, somewhere. I'm not mad about it. I don't care what my... Also, and maybe it was my own issue... I downloaded the game and all my skins are gone. And it's like, I thought that stuff was supposed to port over. I played a few uh, rounds. It was supposed to port over. I played a few rounds as Lucio and I didn't have any skins. I opened up the skin menu and said, nope. Maybe it just, I had some, uh, heard some people like it wasn't syncing properly yeah. at the beginning. Maybe I just, so. Or maybe like I, I downloaded it and as soon as it downloaded, I jumped right into a game and it was like, whoa, we haven't even synced anything yet. Yeah, Something maybe. Weird. Um. Yeah. Well. It is what it is. I hope it to have some more time to. I went into the into it later. Uh, the underground in Elden Ring, the underground city, the dark. Which one? Underness. Kotor. Which one? Uh, Go on, you two, get out of here. Um, I don't know the one uh, under Sofria Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, that one's connected to the one that you go into. Uh, under Caleb. Yeah, there's a couple of them, yeah. There's a couple entrances. Because there's that one where, like, the meteorite-looking rocks where you float into, that's connected to the, the well piece. Yep. Which was weird, because I thought... I went there, and I was like, okay, this is this is brand new. And then I started walking back through, and I was like, oh, I've already been here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was kind of confused. And you honest. said you beat Radon, right? Who's that? The big fucking guy on the horse. A lot of, there's a lot of guys on horses. The guy that no, the giant guy on the tiny horse that throws a comet at you. Uh, where you start out, it's out in like the sand, the sand dunes. Yeah, and yeah. And he just starts shooting at you, right? Yep. Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. That I'm surprised. That was uh, an amazing boss fight. Yeah, I I only fought him three times. I thought he was gonna fuck me up like ten times. I literally I jumped on my horse and just started spawning all those guys, and yep. I and I waited another thirty seconds so they ran up, and then I started. Yeah. I was I, and I read uh, some a walkthrough stuff and it's like part of it it is luck. He needs to be focusing on those other guys because as soon as he focuses on you, you're you're fucked. Exactly, yeah, yeah. I got lucky. Speaking of luck, and uh, Tommy Boy was helping me out huh, for the first time. Oh. I beat him on my first try. Oh, nice. One of the only bosses that I actually did that with. But 
such a fucking sweet boss fight, dude. Yeah, there's some wicked, wicked stuff in that game, man. Not quite to the blasphemous level. Mm-hmm. I was talking about blasphemous to uh, DNR. Well, you're, you'll get there. And it there's was, another an area you haven't gone to yet. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I had the one I'm, reminder. I one of the boss fights in Blasphemous was a baby who was stabbed through the face with a, a crucifix, <laughs> and every time you sliced it, it cried. So I want you to remind yourself. But it is, it is, yeah. They're, yeah. they're borderline on the same level. I think the whole sewer area in this one is entirely optional. So you might have to look for a secret entrance to get to it, but there's a whole sewer underneath the capital city, which is just... Those are my favorite parts of those games because they're just creepy. I it's like I'm in walking around Resident Evil. I think that's right where I'm at because I'm walking around the backside of the capital right now on the, on the outside grounds. Yeah, yeah. And I just walked into this like underground piece. Yeah. So maybe, well, maybe that's where I'm at. That's creepy. And then there is... Um, a city later on, which I think is also optional, which is where all of the Scarlet Rot originated from. Yeah. So there's a bunch of shit that's fucked up there too. So that Scarlet Rot and then the Black Death Bar. What? It's called something different. It used to be called Cursed. Yeah. I forget what it is now. But Death Blight? Death Blight. Yeah. As soon as it gets full, you grow into a fucking root, you die, and you're like, God damn it. I know. I know, man. It's a tough game, man. It's, it's, it's obviously frustrating. Everybody knows that. But my God, does it remind you every fucking time you turn it on? You're like, yeah. You don't get to... There's no casual on that one. No. It, it And it is it is heavy. It's heavy. Like, I want to... I'll poke around. And you're like, a no, fucking squid will kill you. And you're like, what yeah. the fuck? I didn't even know he was there. Just got swiped off a cliff. I don't... I, probably 30% of the time that I die, it's... <laughs> I accidentally jumped on jump the horse off? or something or I jumped off the horse and you're like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know there's a fucking cliff. <laughs> it also teases you. It's like, walk along this thing and then jump over here. Mm-hmm. You're like, um. And then you see the phantom message of someone else that died off the cliff and you're like, I wonder what's over there. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot too. I do love, I wish other games incorporated the messaging stuff. I love that aspect of those games. Yeah, the PvP in there is just uh, awesome. Cool. I love the trolling too. First off, rump. You know, like, exactly. <laughs> if I was a child, you know how many stupid things we would come up with? <sighs> Second off, rump. <laughs> First off, rump. Uh, what was the, what's the one? Try. Oh, God, I'm blanking. Try jumping. Try finger butthole. Try finger butt <laughs> butthole. Why is butthole in the game? But. Oh, B U T. Hole. Yeah. Try finger, but hole. Yeah. Savage. Hilarious, guys. All right. Well, that was a long one, but we had a lot to catch up on. A lot of heavy stuff. Finales. Andor's rocking. Squid Games is back up into it. Squid Games. Yeah. I'm probably never going to watch it now because then I'll, I'll feel great. different about it's it. It's fucking so. great. Well, I got a lot of other things. I want to watch Andor first. So thanks mm-hmm. for uh, c- catching up with us. We love you. I love some of you. Nelson? <laughs> Weiss? You're on my shit list. I don't know why. All right, guys. Bye. List of shit. <laughs>